0: Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Have you seen any of these, you know, it's super trending on on, um, on YouTube now, how people are doing, you know, it's, it's all popular homesteading is popular now right yeah. and there's all these people talking about how you can make you know 100,000 bucks a year quarter million dollars a year on an acre like have you seen any of these videos like are you guys like incorporating any permaculture like you doing you rotating your your animals like you doing any of these I don't know. What are you guys doing? I'm, no pressure. I'm just saying. Have you seen any of this? Do you have any interest in it? I guess is my question. Um, you know, because you know, there you are doing it. I'm. I'm just talking and thinking about it. So you know, got to remember my place, right? I just aspire to have a little piece of land, but I don't know what it means to actually have to take care of it and do all that. So
1: yeah, more a lot more involved in the.
0: Well, I can only imagine right yeah exactly so, I, I, so I'm,
1: I'm not trying
0: so I'm not trying to tell anybody I, I just want to you know, I want to check myself right away I'm not trying to tell anybody what they should be doing with their land I'm asking
1: mm-hmm. what you're
0: doing because one day I want to have a little peace and I want to mm-hmm. do a little something something to
1: too yeah it's yeah. a lot of work That's why you need to have like a whole like team with you, like a whole family. Everybody has some, you know, like a chore and they're responsible for to move things smoothly. Because when you buy yourself, you're going to spread yourself thin,
0: Right. And now I can't, you know, well, you know, so here I am, didn't do the family thing. So now I'm thinking I got to create like a tiny house village or something like bring, bring, just bring random people, maybe not random people, but, you know, like minded people.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that want to contribute that you know that want to live in a communal type thing because i like being with people i don't want to live alone you know like i could have lived you know i could have i could be alone right now but i i chose to live in a place with two roommates because i like social contact you know yeah so i don't want to just live alone
1: I'm totally opposite. I'd
0: rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have a, little, a little community but where where each person has their own house. So yeah, if you cool. want to be alone you you're all good, right?
1: Exactly. I will always need my own space.
0: Totally. Me too. Oh, I'm I'm totally that way,
1: right? Like, it's like great, you know, but ever since I was like a teen and I got my first apartment, I've never had like roommates ever in my life. You know, I just had like a partner twice in life but yeah I never had like a roommate situation for real yeah because I just don't like trust people and um just different personalities and I like things a certain way and I don't like to share my space so yeah since I was like 19 years old I always had my own place and I'm in my, 40s. I've, been on
0: my own. I've been on my own since I was 17. I'm 53 now. Do you know how many roommates I've had? A lot. Like 60.
1: Whoa. Are you shitting me right now? 60 different personalities. 90. Shit. Yeah. Right. That's amazing.
0: Trip on that. And nine, but 90 percent of them were awesome. You know, like.
1: Oh, that's great. 10. That's a good part.
0: 10% became really good friends. I, I'm still like Facebook friends with three of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is from 20 years ago. You know? Wow,
1: you're lucky.
0: No, it's not lucky. It's just, you know, people are cool. But, you know, you got to be discerning, you know. But, I you know, I got fucked over a couple times. I ain't, you know, I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Not enough to make me gun shy at all, you know. Even when I buy my own house, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna rent bedrooms out because I don't wanna pay the whole mortgage myself, you know.
1: Yeah. I would love to do like a bed and breakfast.
0: Oh, I would love that too. But you know what I'm how I'm gonna set it up when I buy my own place so that I have my own master bedroom with my own be- master bedroom with my own bathroom. And that we just share, like, the kitchen and the living room and the yard mm-hmm. and that shit, right? And it's all good. I yeah, I would like, love to have a bed breakfast.
1: Yeah. I would have, like, breakfast and brunch.
0: Exactly. You just do, like, croissants and muffins in the morning and coffee and tea.
1: Like, we can have, like, complimentary, like, tea and, and some tea.
2: Right. Yeah. The English and the Irish, they like their afternoon tea. So homesteading, I think that, I don't know how I feel about it. I think it's more important to be, like, in touch with your community rather than isolating yourself on some kind of homestead. Um, I think it's a privilege to have land and to do that kind of shit. And I think it's kind of like a yuppie trend. Um, like we have this land because my great, great grandfather bought it, you know, a hundred years ago. And then, and it's not like we're, we're, we're wealthy by any means, but, um, it's really hard work. Farming is really fucking hard work for not a lot of pay because you're, you're competing with big agriculture in America. So homesteading the idea of it is cool, but, Mm.
0: joey wood i agree brother i agree fuck big ag let's just start there fuck big ag fuck monsanto fuck arthur daniels midland um fuck all these huge can fuck 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 monsanto and glyphosate can we just say it everybody that uses fucking roundup on their yard you're killing us all you fuckers you're killing the bees stop just stop.
1: Bees, did you ever see that stop. bee movie?
0: Where oh, yeah. it's heartbreaking. You know, yeah, it's heartbreaking. that's I cried. gonna happen. I cried.
1: Without the bees, everything's gonna die, and we're gonna starve. The bees are very and important.
0: And then we're gonna look back and realize, like we were living in Eden, and all we had to do is nothing, but we got mm-hmm. greedy, or we let certain people get greedy. Mm-hmm. And fuck it all up for the rest of us. So like. Part of me wonders. When society is going to flip. And look at those kind of people. Like war criminals. Like you killed our planet. Motherfucker. We're coming for you. Exactly.
1: Right? Yeah. Because totally that's
0: kind of how. It, that's kind of how it should be. Right. Like we should be looking at. like, Like hear this. In India. They stormed the offices of Monsanto executives. Monsanto pulled out of India, so that's how that works. <laughs> it's pretty simple, right? Monsanto doesn't like their executives getting beat to death in the street. Sure. And and it's not as simple as don't buy their product because well fuck they bought up all the other competitors so you don't even you can't even tell when you're buying their product. Yeah, you buy. And the only way to go is organic seeds, right? Because then, you know, you're not getting a Monsanto product.
2: But with all that being said, I would love to have like 40 or 50 acres and just live off the land and not have to see anybody and just do what I wanted to do and live life by my means and on my own terms. And I guess that's possible, but um, yeah, I don't know.
0: Joey Wood, I often often think the same thing, but then is it possible? Because then we got to buy shoes and clothes eventually, right, and stuff. So, like, I guess you got to at least have enough food to bring to market Mm -hmm. to make money for that stuff. The the rest of the things you can barter with your neighbors and just do self-sufficiency. But there's going to be certain things, right, Like, like mostly clothes, I guess. That you got to buy, Um, unless you're totally going back to the earth, like you know, knitting and stuff, and with you know,
1: that's like the own, you know yeah, they right, uh, the they don't work the homage homage with money for certain things, so that's why they you know they have the canning and they sell candles and they have like a lot of homemade things that they sell when they go to the fairs and they have like a little. Like uh, a street thing outside on um, down the road from their house where they sell a lot of their stuff, like a little shack. And that's how they make we their could money. Learn a lot from them. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We could really learn a lot from them, you know, as far as self sufficiency goes, right? Because your average American, you drop them alone in the woods and they're just dead.
1: They're dead, dead in
0: 72 hours.
1: Yeah. You gave them 72, yeah. I give them 24.
0: It uh, takes like seventy-two hours for dehydration, right? So oh. if you don't get water within seventy-two hours, you're fucking dead. You can you can live for a month without food, but you got to drink water.
1: What happens if someone drinks soda all the time and don't drink zero water? What does it does to like the body?
0: Oh man, you're you're killing your liver, your kidneys. Probably gonna get. Uh diabetes. If you're drinking the if you're not if you're not drinking diet di- shit, you're gonna get di diabetes from all the sugar. Cause in every soda there's like 12 packets of sugar.
1: Mm.
0: It's an obscene amount of sugar. It's like a huge pile of drugs. Like look at sugar like a drug, right? Because it really is. Um The amount of sugar in in a fucking soda is disgusting. If you put it in a pile, it would make you sick. You'd look at it and go, oh, gross. I'm not going to eat that much sugar. That's gross. Yeah. But there it is in a soda. Oh, no problem. They're fucking, they're poison. I don't touch them.
1: I just finally got off that shit. (laughs) Literally. Oh, good for you my life. You, yeah. I had um some nope. stone. Kidney stone. Like, yeah.
0: They lead to people going pre-diabetic and then diabetic. And then you gotta get dialysis and shit and all like fuck all that.
1: Are you kidding me? Before I went into the hospital, I was pre-diabetic. I ended up getting kidney oh, stones, I have a surgery, I had a stent put oh, in. Fuck. Yeah. And I was like literally I couldn't hold my urine. It was like it was the worst experience of my life. And I dealt with that for a month straight before they had to have another surgery to remove it.
0: Jesus Christ, have you ever done like a um a, a smoothie fast? Like a green smoothie
1: fast? No, I just do like the fruit smoothie all the time.
0: You might want to try some green, green mixing up some green smoothies. Because fruit, fruit is good, but there's so much sugar in that too. Yeah. Like fruit, like one apple has like a fuck ton of sugar in it. It's natural sugar, but it's, it'll still give your ass diabetes.
1: Yeah,
2: and I love apples.
0: So, well, girlfriend, try try mixing it up. Try no, we got a message. Here, but... Yeah,
2: I mean, we have we have Amish neighbors, and they de- they definitely make it work, but. You need more than just one or two acres of land. You need like 30 or 40 acres of land to cultivate enough food for for you and your family to survive off of because one little 30 by 30 foot plot of garden space is going to give you about three three or four dinners worth of food, you know? You need a you need to plant a shit ton of food. And have a bunch of livestock to to survive off of, and yeah, it's possible. We've done it in the past historically. People are still doing it today, so yeah, it is possible. But you need to change yourself, and kind of move away from um what society has molded you into.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, society hasn't molded me into anything. I'm a rebel. Um, <laughs> but I agree. I agree. I, I, the more land, the better. <clears throat> but there's all these videos on YouTube of people doing intensive but regenerative farming so like on a five acre plot you know there's people there's people doing um greens only on a one acre plot and they're making a hundred thousand dollars a year just selling lettuce various lettuces to to you know restaurants and shit wow Um, so it's all scalable you know, and, and it's it's it, it's what you want to do, and but you have to be self sufficient and all that. The livestock are key, and the livestock are what, but, or what's going to keep the earth healthy and regenerative, right? You need them creating that fertilizer, peeing and pooping out on the land, right? You want as many different critters as possible out there peeing and pooping on the land, right? you run the your, your sheep or goats or whatever first, then you bring the cows back behind them, and then you bring the chickens back behind them in the same pasture, and then you rotate each one of them out, right? So, you know, your, your, your sheep or your goats go first, then the cows follow them, and then your chickens and your ducks follow them. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what they do. They follow each other, definitely.
0: Well, you move them. Well, you move them, right? Like you create a schedule, so you move them. You create a grid pattern, and you move them in a circle, so you rotate them, so they don't beat up the land. Like if you look at, a, at your average dairy farm or something, the cattle are all just sitting in one place. There's no grass. It's all nasty and muddy and shit, and it's because they don't move the cattle.
1: Yeah.
3: Right. You it's keep the moving them. Everything stays beautiful. We need to make up nursery songs about these processes of regenerating the fertile ground. Why not, Mother Goose? Get right on it.
0: Oh my God, Virgil! What? What, what was? What was your name, brother? That you just said that. Vigil. Vigilic. Vagilic, that's tough for a Dave Smith to say, but Vagilic, I'm going to attempt to say your name. I said with a
1: Russian accent, Vagilic. <laughs> I like,
0: mm-hmm. it's very good. I like Vagilic, yes. Um, But dude, oh my God, what a brilliant idea. Are you a, are you a musician at all? Because I'm mm-hmm. a songwriter or a, lyrics, a lyricist and a singer. So, oh my God, dude, if you're a fucking multi-instrumentalist guy, fuck, we got this. Like, oh my God, you're right. Because that's how we got to do it. We got to brainwash the children in a positive way, in a positive way. Right. And brainwashing is a bad word, but you know, planting ideas in fertile ground. How's that? Young minds are fertile ground. You plant the right idea. That tree will grow for the rest of that person's life. Like me, like my parent, my dad put in a vegetable garden when I was seven and I never forgot it. And I've loved gardening ever since. And, you know, and if we're gonna survive on this planet, yeah, the planet will be it, the planet'll be fine. So it's not like save the whales, save the human it's it's save the humans, really. Not save the planet, save the humans. Because the planet'll be fine. It's just gonna do like it's gonna shake like a dog and, and we'll fly off and then some other life form will be created, you know, dinosaur or whatever. But We want to survive on this little rock flying through space. Then we got to change our ways, people.
2: I have friends who farm and they don't make anywhere near $100,000 a year. I don't know about all that. Um, I have a friend who worked on a farm where she was in charge of all the fruits and vegetables and all the livestock. She basically worked for a guy who owned the land. And then they would sell all the chickens and, and fruits and vegetables to Like local restaurants and stuff, and you know, I think she, I think he paid her about like thirty or thirty-five k a year. I don't know how much he was making, but you gotta have the money to have the land too, and then and it's a lot of work. So if you're up for that,
0: yeah, Joey Wood. What I was talking about is there's a new trend, which is is hyper production on a on you know packing a small parcel. And producing greens for restaurants, grocery stores, farmers markets, um, year-round, right? With hoop houses and shit, right? So you pull the hoop house off during the summer or whatever. You got the hoop house on during the winter. But this guy had, on a five-acre plot, I think he had 100 fucking hoop houses that were 100 feet long. So he had a ton of different stuff. Like greens going year round, with high end restaurants, and and then he scored a couple awesome contracts, right? Like his high school buddy opened up a barbecue, barbecue place, so he would buy his entire supply of onions. So, bam! So all of a sudden he's like, okay, we got to plant more onions, <laughs> right? So, but yeah, they're making a hundred grand a year on a five acre five acre piece, planting it intensely. And and harvesting three, four times a year
3: and rotating crops. Vigil Q, my friend. Sorry, there's no underdash. Vigil Q,
0: thank you. My name's Dave Smith, and I'm phonetically challenged. Brother, be the first person to admit it. So, thank you. Appreciate all the help I can get. And, uh... But no, that was brilliant fucking idea. Planting those, the planting ideas like a seed
1: mm-hmm.
0: in fertile ground, which is a child's mind. Right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You plant it in the right mind, that seed will grow for that entire child's life. And you might have, you might have just created a fucking Malcolm X. You might have just created the next Martin Luther. You might have just created the next fucking Bobby Newton. you just never know you never know oh
1: yeah, we Lennon. have a- there right.
3: no that's why i said mother goose get right on it i'm not a musician hmm.
1: He's not a
2: musician
0: i didn't get the mother goose pun was mother goose a musician i guess she was
2: yeah but you need you need money for the land and that's where a lot of people don't have money cuz we're too busy paying rent right so, I mean, around here, like, one acre is, like, 50 or 60K. Like, I don't have 60K laying around just for a, an acre of land. You know, like, what's that going to give me? Like, uh, you need a house to live in for that for property.
0: Oh, for sure. You got to buy a house with an acre of land, right? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: an acre of land, so I used to do real estate, Um I still have my real estate license, so for an acre for for raw land, you got to put down like forty percent. For for land with a house, you can put down, you know, five, ten percent, whatever. You get it just works out way better if there's an existing structure on the property, and you got to live somewhere. So what are you going to do? Live somewhere else and commute to a farm that you're just working on? No. So no, I agree. The ideal, like fuck my, like my dream would be to find a 25, 50-acre parcel, have 10, you know, have, like, the main house on it, maybe a couple outbuildings, and then, like, maybe, you know, a little tiny house village with six or ten tiny houses where people all want to live the same way, where we have total independence when we want it, but when you don't want it, there's a village there, and you don't have to be alone, and you don't have to do it alone. And like you said, um, Ms. Dimples, where, you know, one person can tend the hogs, one person Mm -hmm. could tend the chickens, one person can, you know, tend the lettuce beds, one person could tend the root vegetables, one person could be the tomato guy, you know, or gal, whatever. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) The tomato chica. The chica, the tomate.
3: I love my robots to do my gardening for me, so I don't have to lift a finger if I don't want to.
1: You must got money doing that.
0: (laughs) Teach me more about that, because
2: man. You get the robots.
0: I'm curious, what's up with robot gardening?
2: That's cool. Yeah, I have heard of that. And I know the whole like farm to table thing has become a lot more popular. But you have to have those connections to the restaurant owners as a farmer. And there's only so many restaurants in, you know, certain areas. And if there's, if there's, if everybody has their own homestead, you know, there's only so many restaurants and the market will get flooded. But I like that idea. I, I think it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I agree, Joey Wood. So. I think a hybrid of the two is the way to go, right? Like, you know, because we want this lifestyle first and foremost, right? And then we want to try to make money doing it secondly. So first, you know, and and there's a saying that I love, leap and the net will follow, right? So, but nobody wants to do it to go it alone. That's intimidating, right? So when you got, if you could get people, You know, and make it, you know, of course, everything would have to be drawn up, written up, agreements, rules, bylines, right? Yeah. Because you know how people get, but.
1: You have to have everything in, yeah.
0: Everything would have to be on paper, for sure.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, nope, see, right here, rule number four, you agreed to that.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
3: Mr. Speaker, Mrs. Vice Speaker, I'd like to request two-minute rant time. Two-minute rant time granted. Please go, sir. You don't need the whole 50-60 kill at once, though. You can make a down payment towards it.
1: Is that Juanito yes, Papi's
0: Juan- back? Juanito Papi! He is back. Don't call him Juanita again. That may- that upset him.
1: I called him Juanito I said, "Juanito, papi, you're back, papi."
0: No, when you said goodbye to him the last time, you were fucking with him, and you called him Juanita.
1: <laughs> that was the just speaking.
0: Well, and I thought it was funny, but I, I think I think Juanito took offense, and
2: we're, we're glad you're is. back,
1: Juanito.
2: I'm glad he's back. My friend who uh, worked for the farm to table guy that I was just telling you about, she actually lives in a tiny house. So it's funny that you mentioned a tiny house village, but it sounds like you want to live on some, something like a commune, is what you're kind of describing, right?
0: Joey Wood, Joey Wood, yes, sir. Commune. Yeah, and part of me thinks I'm I was just born twenty years too late because I don't know, might have been cool to be like you know, on a free love commune. That might have yeah. been cool course everybody probably ended up hating each other right like come on because you know, mm-hmm. we're humans right jealousy mm-hmm. and, this yeah. and that and, like if you really like somebody and they're having better sex with somebody else that would hurt right yeah that would hurt so yeah i don't think i could do the whole commune like open free love thing but yeah i do i want i want built-in community
1: i don't like So oh, yeah that
0: i wouldn't get, work no, no not like that i don't want to share my toothbrush i don't want to share my lover. Yeah, i'll share my share. toothbrush with my, i'll share my toothbrush with my lover but
1: mm-hmm.
0: but i ain't sharing my lover yeah um, oh hell no
1: Mm-mm. don't work like that uh, like that no, muffle.
0: i don't want to share underwear either you know like certain oh. things they're fr- certain things are personal
1: very personal <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, we're going go. places.
1: I want to go. We're going places. Yeah.
0: You can't stop us. We're going I places. Can't. So come on, bring on your two minute
3: rant, dog. We're waiting. <laughs> He said, Flood the market. Don't flood the market with food. Oh my God. <laughs> Heaven forbid. God forbid. Everyone forbid that we should flood the market with food and have an abundance and there be no poverty. And oh my God. Yeah. Okay. This is simple. Uh, this actually solves our politics and our monetary issues, poverty, everything. It's really simple. Self sufficiency. If people would change their priorities to self sufficiency, automated self sufficiency, it'd be s- simply done. Uh, would guess. Uh, 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 wood gasification is one method of uh, creating energy almost absolutely free. Just collect all the, the wood, all the biological material you can dry out and burn and turn it into fuel. It's a simple process. It's really not not all that expensive. Robots are not all that expensive. you know, a couple thousand will feed you for uh, you know, as long as a robot will last, they will they, they will do that.
0: Well, that's pretty, pretty, sounds pretty, like pretty legit shit to me. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, a whole
0: lot about robots. I'd have to make sure I lock my doors though, because I wouldn't want that robot coming in and killing me in the middle of the fucking night.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going haywire and doing a chucky on your ass.
0: Oh, man, I've read a bunch of sci-fi, so I'm kind of worried about that. The, the robots of dawn, like, uh... Mm-hmm. Isaac Asimov wrote this trilogy The robots of dawn and robots got so sophisticated that there was this one chick that she didn't even want nothing to do with men anymore because her robot could take care of whatever the fuck she needed and it didn't talk back and you know it would talk to her if she talked to it but if she didn't talk to it it just shut the fuck up and laid
1: there she had her perfect man in her world that was her perfect man why, you know, she just didn't want to deal with, like, a real person. She
3: was right. looking
1: for the street. We have some messages oh. there.
3: Now say, you know, you, you don't have an interest in gardening or, oh, the whole, I don't have space, you know, I live in an apartment. Whatever. Look, do something that produces something that your neighbor might need or want. Get a 3D printer. Learn to 3D print. Metal 3D printers. You know something that contributes that makes you valuable, and then why would you starve? You know your neighbors are making the food and you're printing the the, the parts. you know somebody's growing the hemp for your textiles or whatever or whatever ever other plant. This is really these are very simple solutions that are right in front of our faces. And after World War II, uh, wood gasification was very popular. Uh, when when the gas prices went through the roof, but then they brought the gas prices back down, and everyone was like, "Hey, let's go back to being drones and just buying oil from foreign countries and fighting wars."
0: Oh my God, you hit the fucking nail on the head. The hemp revolution. Okay, so the only reason that hemp is illegal is because the DuPont family and this guy William Randolph Hearst
1: mm-hmm. joined
0: together in a conspiracy so people call conspiracy theorists well here's a fucking conspiracy that's true and fucking proven so these two bastards and what a conspiracy is is three people working in harmony for the same goal so conspiracies happen all the time right every corporation is conspiring to make a profit right so let's just break that language down that's like the cia tried to debunk tried to own the, the term conspiracy theory. And and just because you're curious doesn't mean you're wearing a tinfoil hat. So let's just, let's just break that down.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but so William Randolph Hearst and the DuPont family, I see the messages. I'll get right to you guys. I just got to finish this up before I forget it because, you know, short-term memory loss is a motherfucker. Um, so these two guys... Bonded together, William Randolph Hearst had a, a tons of forest. He owned tons, thousands of acres of forest throughout the lands. He was a newspaper guy. He owned newspapers throughout the country. Um, DuPont had just patented a chemical process to be able to make paper from trees. Because before that, 90% of the paper was made from hemp.
1: Mm. Wow,
0: ninety percent of all textiles were made from hemp. Your Levi's, the first pair of Levi's was made from hemp. Your your bed sheets, your curtains, everything, all hundred percent organic, renewable, compostable.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: then we move to this shit where everything's or you know oil based not recyclable you know imagine if we went back to that like your your jeans wear out you recycle them they can be made into a pair of drapes they can be made into a fucking towel into a pair of bed sheets into whatever into another pair of jeans you know you just shred up all the hemp material and and rework it but it's such a durable material so hemp is 40 times stronger than cotton it takes one-third the water. It's more UV resistant, so you're less likely to get skin cancer wearing a hemp shirt than you are to get wearing a cotton shirt. Um, and here's the big one. 50% of all pesticides used in the world are used on hemp. Right, I'm sorry. 50% of all the pesticides used in the world are used on cotton. All right, So we're killing the soil. By growing cotton, we gotta spray all this shit on it. Hemp, you don't have to spray any pesticides on it, zero. So just that switch right there would be huge, just the pesticide factor. But then you got all the other things, less water, more durable, better for the environment, on and on and on and on. Then you got hempcrete, which may be the the world's best building material to make houses of, which is a fireproof building material and self-insulating when you make walls a foot thick or thicker. So here I am in Santa Rosa where we had all these firestorms. They just rebuilt everything just the fucking way it was, normal old houses that are going to burn down again. If they would have rebuilt them with hemp, a, we'd be helping with global warming because they're carbon negative, but B, they wouldn't ever burn again because they're they're it's built like a stone castle.
3: Uh, I left out this one thing: automated tower aquaponics, vertical gardening aquaponic automated. You got it, like huge solution anybody can have one in their backyard say six feet in diameter or something like that robot spirals around the outside taking care of plants doesn't really have to do much because aquaponics don't require a lot the on it with the vertical is
2: everything
0: vertical gardening is everything aquaponics is everything because now you got you're raising fish the fish poop is feeding the plants it's all you're creating a little a little ecosystem, right? And um, I wonder if, if the listeners have heard about the vertical gardening that's going on. People are taking over space in cities. Like I heard of one going on in Detroit, a six story vertical garden, like warehouse style.
2: I wasn't talking about flooding the market with food. I was talking about competing with other small farms selling your um, product to local restaurants especially right now like what restaurants is gonna is gonna buy your shit
0: yeah joey would no i totally feel you like that would be the struggle if you're doing what i was saying which is okay we're gonna buy this five mm-hmm. acres we're gonna maximize it and grow as much as we can and then we got to sell that shit every fucking week Mm-hmm. If, if you don't sell it, you're not paying your mortgage. So, and in a time like right now where there's no restaurants, then what the fuck? And, and so that brings up an interesting point about this, you know, pandemic, plandemic, whatever you want to call it. It's both, I think. I don't think it's fake, but I think the government's using it to their advantage. They bailed out the multi-million dollar corporations, and then they're mm-hmm. fucking the small businesses, forcing restaurants to close, you know, and not giving them any stimulus. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's And it's unforgivable. Mm-hmm.
2: How are you King guys doing? good? I'm doing good as well as you guys. I've been chilling. I don't know, just new to this app. We got welcome,
0: a newbie. Welcome. We got a newbie in the house.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: King Yep. Ms. Dimples is here to bust your cherry.
3: <laughs>
1: 'Cause we like to book cherries over
3: here. Yes, I always have to argue with Skynet every time. Look, I'm sorry, it's bad premise. It's just a bad premise. It's an assumption that AI is going to take over the world. First of all, we don't even have to worry about that. Your toaster doesn't need to know that it exists. You don't want it to. You're setting yourself up for a Skynet situation. If you make your toaster informed that it is just a toaster all it's going to do is burn your toast and try to burn your house down it's not going to appreciate its existence you don't make them sentient ai isn't even necessarily sentient what we have so far we've got ai all over the place it's not sentient so you just forget all that stupidity about humans becoming batteries for the robots that the matrix gave you i think honestly that this is propaganda to keep us from the solution Automation. <coughs> <laughs> well,
0: yep. Yeah, nobody's nobody's brainwashed me into anything. I'm a I'm a free thinking motherfucker over here. But you know, yeah. I know that's yeah, and I know Ms. Dimples is too, which is why we are chatting with you folks
3: because
0: mm-hmm. we keep it we keep it real over here. We don't have any preconceived notions. We're flowing with it, you know. Yeah. All right. people. Um but you know I, I there's there's two sides to automation, right? So fifty percent of all non-skilled jobs are driving jobs. Mm-hmm. So what do we do as soon as automated cars take those jobs away? I mean it's right there, we're right on the cusp. Elon Musk already has a semi truck that he could equip equip with self driving he just hasn't yet yeah but all he's got to do is put the module in the truck that he already has developed and it's a bad, it's the most badass truck on the market of course right mhm um doesn't lose any speed going uphill right so all of a sudden now the trucker will be able to com- complete two trips in the time they used to do one but now you don't even need a trucker in it because it's automated.
1: It don't need so, nobody. In but, it.
0: So, so then what do we do with those people that used to be in those jobs, right? Like now you're talking about universal basic income because otherwise those people are either going to be rounded up mm-hmm. and ground up into dog food by the government. Or they're going to riot
3: and change shit. (laughs) So what do we do? Yeah. yeah, I understood what your point actually was. I know I it wasn't exactly what you meant. What I was responding to was kind of something different. But it was it was kind of a joke because this is what I was thinking at the time is that all this monetary stuff doesn't matter if everything is automated because there's no labor wages. So nobody's making money. So the whole thing doesn't even matter. You don't spend money anymore. You have a product to offer your neighbor. He has a product to offer you it's back to a real community kind of thing. Anyway, the point is like monetary. Yeah, not a concern. That that it costs any money, it can't. I mean, it's not. If the guy next door is growing the hemp, he gives you the hemp so that you can print out your shit. You give the the part that you printed out to the guy who's uh, you know raising cows or whatever, and he gives you some meat or whatever he's making. You know, this is. How the new world will work if we do it properly.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. oh my god, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, dude, we totally agree with each other. Dude, you nailed it. Yeah. And and so exactly. So I'm all about mm-hmm. fuck mm-hmm. the system, fuck the current paradigm that, that's keeping us in this shallow mindset. Right, we need to think think bigger, right? Like Mm -hmm. deconstruct the current paradigm and think outside the box. Right? Like you're talking about, like just cut the man out the game altogether. I grow the hemp, take my hemp, you make clothing for all of us. You know, you're provided with food and from all these different people. And right teamwork and Mm -hmm. once again a village but let's circle the wagons back so why Mm -hmm. do you think they're doing all this divide and conquer about lgbtq and who can piss in which bathroom and do gays have a right to to marry each other or should we just treat them like you know like if they don't have a right to marry each other what the fuck are we saying about our society Mm -hmm. are you kidding me like we say we're free. But then we're having these stupid conversations, which go back to making us think, if we're having this conversation, then maybe we not, you know, and we're not, free. we're not, but, but the myth that the free United States defender of democracy and freedom and blah, 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 blah. Well, if we were all that free, we wouldn't be having these stupid conversations about all these divide and conquer tactics that keep us from forming these organizations to develop things like Vigillic just said, you know, and, and you know, all, and, and this is the same motivation that has broken all of our unions, right? So our government is in bed with corporations, and that's the number one evil. And it doesn't give, a, it doesn't fucking matter if you're democratic or Republican; they're both sold fucking out. Both sides of the aisle are totally sold out, And you know. So if you haven't heard about it, there's an awesome. Third party going the movement for the people's party, and I highly suggest everybody check that out. So it's www.movementforapeoplesparty.org. Check it out. the The guy that started it used to be running the Bernie Sanders campaign, and then he got so heartbroken there that he he he's like, "Fuck it! There's no way to work within this broken system. We need to go outside of it and create something new." I totally agree. And we need to do that with farming, we need to do that with politics, we need to do that with businesses. You know? Everything. Like how dare our fucking government support
3: corporations over small businesses? How dare they? That's it's oh, it's evil. Didn't mean to imply that you yourself are any sort of drone, but you know, I, every time I have this conversation, it is the same. I do have to defend the whole concept of optimism from Skynet every time. And it's like, it's really a simple thing to do because it's a silly, it's a bad premise. It's, it's, there's a, it's a bad argument that AI would take over the world. Cause even if they are sentient, you know, AI has the entire universe. Why do they care about this little tiny planet? I don't see what what reason they would have to want to take over just just go be free
1: i did not think that you were calling
3: me a drone all right
0: thanks for tuning into another episode and another thing with dave please follow subscribe and share i'm on all social media and another thing with dave and keep seeking the truth